Welcome to Live Committed. It's a central platform for the Ariel Tribe community, where we believe in the individuals about executing the discipline of standards plus habits are going to equal results in their life. On this podcast, we want to provide a space where you can learn to grow through conversations and connection with other people to reach the highest vision that you have for yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And at Ariel Tribe, we are passionate about results. So whether you're feeling stuck in your business, your marriage, your spiritual journey, or whatever's going on in your life, we would love to invite you to the tribe to learn how you can live a committed life. You can always visit us at www.ariel-tribe.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-tribe.com to learn more about who we are and how to get connected to the tribe. So Aaron, let's get on with the show. What's up, tribe? We're back. We're back. Here we go again with another fantastic episode. Uh, this is Live Committed. My name is Aaron, and I'm here with my partner, Jason. How's it going? Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Aaron. We are... Because uh, it's gonna... morning. We're recording in, and it's morning. We got Starbucks and... The whole bit. Yeah. Yeah. If if uh, if we have morning voice, it's because it is. It, it's, it's a morning voice, but we do have cinnamon powder in the coffee. That's the trick. Just to let the... <laughs> broader world now. So, pro tip. Yeah, it is a pro Starbucks tip for you. <laughs> it will get rid of the burnt taste of the coffee. Hey, uh, today we are going to talk about something that's um, real-time current event relevant. And I think we are watching, as we look at the global um, stage, we are watching, in my opinion, one of the greatest examples of leadership unfold uh, that I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And uh, I think that's that's something that we wanted to address because there's a ton of lessons here that we can learn. Uh, as we're recording this, it is uh, Saturday, March the 5th, and um, we are watching Russia invade Ukraine. Yep. And uh, one of the things that has impressed me is we are watching global leaders really emerge as who they really are. Correct. Uh, not just not just in the sense of um, bad ones, but good ones. Um, and the Ukrainian president, he's impressing me. Yeah, I mean, it's it truly is. We're watching leadership, and we're seeing this. If you're anywhere on social media, uh, it's comments are flying around because it becomes very evident. You know, when we tr- see true leadership, uh, it doesn't. Um, we're, we gravitate towards it because we want that as human beings and we need it as human beings. Yeah. And it's just, a, it's probably the rarest commodity on the planet is true leadership. Yeah. And, and that's what we're, fi- that's what we're seeing as this uh, individual's life is truly, um, you know, in the balance. Uh, you know, he is the number one target, you know, that Russia has on him and that's really clear. And so, but yet, even though that that situation is there, he's willing to to lose his life, um, you know, not just from call it a greater good, but a greater purpose. And I think that's what you and I were talking about offline that we want to talk about here today. Yeah, is what shapes that. You know, he didn't go to Harvard. Like when you look at his background, um, you know, his uh, you know he, he's Jewish. Uh, he lost uh, you know close family members. You know, in the Holocaust, uh, he was a former comedian. You know, yeah. like and becomes the president and then, you know, quickly all of a sudden finds himself in a situation that obviously will go down in the history books. And it, w- however this ends, it'll reshape this world. Yep. The policies, 
you know, will be reshaped um, here in the United States. Uh, you know, how we, I mean, literally make, who knows, make decisions on our energy policies to, you know, our security policies. And so he is at the forefront of that. And um, there, there's just so many lessons around it. So yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, this is uh, this is a good one, and I I think um, we're also on the flip side of that. What we're watching is what happens when bad leadership tries to Psychotic. exert itself. You <laughs> know, yeah, yeah, whether whether that's Putin himself or I, you know, I would offer some of the some of the leaders around the globe that are um, they're talking. But it's all talk. It's spineless. Yeah. So I think where we might want to begin is um, when you think about leadership development, where do people go to develop themselves as leaders? Yeah, I mean, I think that one of, I mean, it's truly an industry, as you know, we talk about this here, you know, not just in the United States, but globally, is that there there's consulting firms that roll into companies and, you know, try to develop leaders because it is... It is necessity in any private and public sector. And so, you know, from people doing seminars and reading and, and self-reflection and all of that's great. But I think at the end of the day, you know, you, you can't offer something you don't have. Right. That's what I always like to say. You can't offer something you don't possess. And so leadership truly begins with the person. And it is that self-reflection that we all, for some reason, we just want to bypass. We want, we want, we want the easy pill, like, oh... You know, I, I wasn't a leader yesterday, but I came to a 40-hour workshop. I took the blue pill, and look at me. I'm a great leader. You're like, yeah, no, you're not, yeah. you know? Because um, when you – we've all – you know, maybe you go to camp, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm on fire, and you come back down, and then literally all of a sudden you're back to your bad habits. Mm -hmm. And and I think what where leadership begins is that self-reflection of going, what's my purpose? Like, what is the purpose of, like, who am I? So that when those hard times come, like we're seeing, you're not working, you're not going to waver, right? You're, you're going to be consistent to whatever you're trying to achieve. And so I think that's, that's what we're seeing go on. So yep. thoughts I, on that? Yeah, I, I was, uh, I, I, I've, you make the decision to be a good leader long before you actually have to be a good leader. So what a lot of people will do is they'll step into a leadership role, then they start reading books on strategy and leadership yeah. styles and all the, and, and that's, it's, it's good. good. It's good. Yeah. But that doesn't make you a good leader. No. What makes you a good leader is that you're prepared to be a good leader. And, and what, ha what causes that to happen doesn't have anything to do with strategies or leadership styles. It has to do with the circumstances that you've been through that allow you to have the fortitude to, to step in the front. Yeah. I mean, I've heard a lot of definitions around what is leadership. And I kind of get back to the one that John Maxwell puts out there. He goes, leadership is influence. Yeah. And, you know, good or bad, right? He's just like, you're going to influence people, you know, in your life. Um, and I really like that. I feel like it's kind of like that lighthouse, you know, you're like, okay, I can, I can put my eyes set on that. You know, what does that look like? You know, how do you get there to that? But mm -hmm. I think to me... Um, it, it's, it, it truly is one of those things that, you know, we have to, it's something you got to work on like a muscle or whatever that is, but you have to really, I think leadership starts with that self-reflection and it's that constant feedback. We talk about it on the show all the time. Yep. You know, yep. like who am I? And, but no, more important, like, where am I, where am I going? Like, what is, what does this look like and what needs to get removed from our life 
so that I can continue to elevate to that next level. Yeah, I uh, I, th- I I think it's it's so interesting. Like when I was in my twenties, and I and I, I see this with guys in their twenties now, that are like, you know, I have things to say. I can lead. I can. I can. I can. And while they mentally probably have the capacity to do some pretty incredible things in leadership, there's something to be said about time and rank. Like you, you just have to spend time in the trenches developing grit and fortitude and wisdom and how to execute on knowledge and how to uh, leverage people who are feeling insecure and all those different things. Like that's stuff that you can't read in a book. No, you're either going to get that out of real life or it's going to elude you and you're going to lead poorly. Yeah. I think that's why, Wherever you're at in your life spectrum, mentorship is so important. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, having people that have walked before you that have great wisdom, you know, that have scars <laughs> to yeah. share with you. Like, yeah, well, that's when I got my teeth kicked in. You're like, great. I want to, you know, what were the lessons on that? Right. And, and so I think that's another important component to that topic you just said. Yeah, I totally agree. And I do think um, when you're young in your adult life, and I'm saying 20s, 30s, and even probably into your 40s, which is still pretty young and leadership perspective, you need to be humble enough to always have somebody influencing you. Like, who do you have that you can just sit down and go, okay, I got 800 questions about this scenario. How did you handle this? What would you have done with that? How could I have been better here? Uh, Just to stay humble and curious in that space is so critical. And I think uh, too many times we, we want so badly to prove, see, I am enough, and we wind up not being enough. We wind up being wholly inadequate. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I think crises like what we're observing right now in the world is one of those spaces that exposes that. Like, have I done the work of developing grit or not? Yeah, I, I think the other thing we were talking about this offline is, you know, the reason, this is my opinion, I think that you're seeing this pillar of strength and this steadfastness is that, he knew who he was before he took that office. You know, like we, we get back to purpose. Like he, he, his, this servanthood leadership of like, I want to be president to, to serve my people, to serve this country that I love. Um, and often, you know, we hear that from politicians, like, you know, this is what I want to do. And this is my vision. You're like, yeah, sure. You know, yeah. and that, Great. Uh, we're going to go find out when things get tough. Right. Um, you know, but, but I think that's going to be one of the great leadership lessons that come from this. Like I said, the, the, he didn't grow up in a rich home. Right. He didn't go to Harvard. He didn't have this resume that, you know, he checked all the boxes like, oh, this is the ideal president. He was a comedian for crying out loud. You know, but, but, he, but he, there was something, again, I don't know much about it, but, but I, I believe that when he stepped in and he took that oath of office, they were inheriting somebody of great purpose and great passion. And, and the reason I'm, uh, I'm so convicted on that is because I saw a post um, that he said, don't, don't hang a picture of me being the president. Hang a picture of your family in your room. Don't, yeah. This is not about me. This is not about the palace. I'm here to serve the people. And, and, you know, and sometimes people might find that, like I said, you know, the rhetoric to, around that to be romantic and sure. But I think that that's living out because you're seeing somebody that we could go home this afternoon and, and could be dead, literally as we're recording this, yeah. you know, for the sake of, of a greater purpose. Because what he understands is that when the history books are written, long after we're all gone, 
that this lesson that is here will be for the next generation. Yep. And I think that's just freaking awesome. Yeah. And I, I love what, what I see him doing. And of course, everything that we're seeing is filtered through media outlets and different things. So, um, to the best of my knowledge, what I observe him, um, doing is staying in with the people. He's not running and hiding. He's not, Correct. well, you know, if I die, the country will be chaos, which I see so many leaders, but especially global leaders, like political leaders. If there's a war, I'm going to go hide in a bunker. Yeah. Well, you, for why? <laughs> like, well, if I die, the, the truth is like in, in our current structure, I believe that we have a leader who would run and hide. Absolutely. 100%, I believe 100%. he's just, he's just weak in that. And I, um, I think that the problem with that is he's not the one that's actually leading in a military conflict anyway. It's the generals, it's the admirals, mm-hmm. it's the, the military influencers. What we need is not somebody who's going to be there on the other side. We need somebody who's going to lead us through the process. Yeah. And that's what we're observing him doing. He's walking out into the world, taking pictures like, I'm still here, yeah. and, uh, and I'm not going anywhere, and I'm with you. And, and I loved uh, the, his quote, I don't need a car, I need an AK. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's the, like, I'm not trying to get out of here. I just need to defend myself. Yeah. And, and I love, I love that. <clears throat> One of the things that I think uh, we probably would do well to discuss here is like what, what causes a person to be able to do that? Like where, where does that kind of grit come from? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> well, I think, I think the um, first and foremost, the, you got to do hard things. Mm-hmm. Like you don't step into a, a cataclysmic situation, having not done a series of really hard things over your life and deal with it well, because it's like, uh, it's like exercising a muscle. Like people want to be 50 pound weight leaders with 20 pound weight leadership muscles. Mm-hmm. And, and they wind up really injuring themselves. Yeah. When you try to do that, you wind up really injuring yourself. And I think, I think that's what we see is, when a guy is able to hang in there in those kind of tough situations and lead well consistently over time, like anybody can make one moment choice. But when we're talking about a span of time where there is leadership in a consistent direction, that is the result of preparation that happened long before we ever got here that had nothing to do with this particular context. It's just a result of somebody did really hard things all along the way. And, And that's why we talk about doing hard things in here all the time, like yeah. from simple things to like, yeah, don't eat that donut, eat, eat correctly to, you know, get up, get up and do your exercise. Even when you don't want to, you know, like when you want to be lazy, choose progress. When you, when you want to not read, choose to step in and read those simple things that are like, this is, this is me doing something that I don't want to do. So there's those little things like that. And then there's the, I don't want to step into this conflict in this relationship, but I'm going to, because it's the right thing. So we develop our, our capacity. We, we exercise that leadership muscle to be able to lead in those hard things by doing those thousand little, they're, they're easier, but they're still difficult things for us. Um, by doing those over and over and over and over and over again, and we allow ourselves to develop the muscles of being able to do hard things. And, and, and so then when the crisis hits, when the big crisis hits, we see this space where people who've prepared themselves emerge and people who haven't prepared themselves talk and run. Yeah. I think that's the key word is just listening to. I think it's preparation. <clears throat> I, I think, um, one thing I always appreciate about Kobe Bryant was 
was that. I said, I think he understood leadership because he understood preparation. Mm -hmm. And before games, you know, if the game was at 7, <clears throat> he was there at 2 o'clock shooting. Didn't have to, didn't need to. You know, he's like, he kind of knew, like, I'm going to be the best player on the court. And, and I think that if he was here in the interview, and because I've had a chance to watch some of his interviews kind of talk about this, like, hey, why are you doing this? I mean, he wasn't really – he knew he had an obligation to the team. He had an obligation to his job. But he had a greater obligation to himself. Mm -hmm. He was like, I, 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 Kobe, want to be the best Kobe that can step into this situation. And I think that's really what we're talking about here is, <clears throat> you know, getting back to what we said is, who am I? What are the spaces I have to work on so that I, Jason Jenkins, can be the best Jason Jenkins possible so that when, not if, because we all go through those hard times – that arises, I'm, I'm equipped, right, to, to, to step in and, and, and walk through whatever that might be. And it might not be something that you have the skill set technically to solve, but you have the fortitude to go find the people to obtain the skill set to help solve the problem, you know, and kind of walk through it, both personally or professionally. Right. And I think, like, just sitting on the other side of the table from you, because I know this to be true about you, that you, you're committed to being the best version of you that you can be. If you came to me and you were like, you know, I, I know how to be a better friend, but nah, I don't want to. I don't want to be your friend. Yeah. Like, that's just the way it is. If, 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 my, um, if I went to my wife and said, I know how to be a better husband, but I'm, I'm not going to. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. If, if yeah. I if I if aspire to leadership, to influence in the world, and I don't do what it takes to prepare myself to be the very best influencer that I can be, no one should be willing to follow me. No matter how much how many leadership books I've read, or written, or talked about, or how much leadership rhetoric I can give you. I'm not willing to follow somebody who isn't actually doing the preparation work to be the best that they can be. And because there are going to be those hard circumstances, there are going to be difficult roadblocks. There are going to be, whether it's a simple miscommunication or it's something where like yeah. we fun, fundamentally ideologically, we disagree here. And this is a big one. Um, we need leaders who will be the best that they can be. Um, and, and without shortcut. Yeah. Without shortcut. And, and I think that, you know, it's interesting. I think the other aspect is I always like to say life is easy, but, but hard. <laughs> we just know what we should do, which is, you know, doing it's always, we always make it challenging on ourselves. And I think that this is what, you know, one of those topics, you know, if it's leading your family, leading, you know, you don't have to be the CEO of the company to be in a leadership position. We talk about that all the time. Right. We know what we should do. Right. You know, it doesn't, all you got to do is just go stand and look in the mirror. Hey, there, there's gonna be nothing new under the sun. Yep. And and who who is that person? Who, who and and I just think until you take your last breath, you should always be asking that question. You know, Lord willing, I'm here at 85 and I'm looking in the mirror, going, okay, you're a little bit older, but like, you know, you've been given today. Yeah. Um. And so so who who is that best person that influences those at that time? And so, I just think, um, as horrific as the situation is, the gift that we are given globally is this um, phenomenal leadership role, this this uh, light that I think that the world needs to see. Yeah. And hopefully that wakes up these other countries like, oh, so how do, how do I get one of those? Right, <laughs> right, right. I want a leader I, like that. I like that. Like, yeah. whoever that is, like, I need some – the United States needs something like that. My, com my company needs, you know, more of that. And so um, 
so that that is going to be one of the the things that I know. Don't know how it ends. You know, don't know if Russia takes. It doesn't matter. I don't think. You know, because the lesson that's gonna, the lessons that are going to come from this. Well, and I think you're watching two leaders compare themselves to one <clears throat> another. So you have the Ukrainian president who is um, for his people. He is there doing what his people need him to do at his own personal risk. He is he's there, and he could be. He's been offered the opportunity to, def what do they call that, deflect, defer, de deport yeah. <laughs> to the United States. Correct. Um, he's been offered the opportunity to get to the United States so he can be safe. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm not going. So we have that kind of leader. And then we have... Uh, Vladimir Putin, who's the the Russian president, who's uh, who's really for himself and for his own glory and his own influence and his yeah. own, and, and we're watching these two leadership styles, and everybody's mad at that. Everybody's mad at that kind of a leader, and everybody wants to rally around yeah. the Ukraine because of the leadership that we're seeing emerge in those spaces. And we ought to pay attention to that because that's true, like globally, like nationalistically, that's true when you go work as a real estate agent or as a school teacher or whatever, like how you lead and where you lead from heavily influences whether or not people want to rally around you or they want to work against you. Yeah. I, so again, I, I think uh, if there was one strategic tactical takeaway like okay hey i'm listening to this like you know hey jason like what's the takeaway on how do i purposely become a better leader is is that is that it is the purpose and, and that's and that's doing the hard work and exploration of who you are yeah and and to me that's what translates into what kobe bryant talked about that i try try is it's the preparation you know like you said getting up and doing this stuff is preparation for the you part, like you becoming the best Aaron, you know, that, that you know that's in there and exploring that. I think that's the key takeaway for all of us on this. Yeah, and I and I think when you when you think about developing the whole person, mind, body, spirit, like you've got to be committed to developing all of that all the time. Yeah. It's just never gonna be a time in our life where we're like, yeah, I've kinda I've totally developed this yeah. part of me, you know? Yeah. Uh, I gotta be willing to grow, I gotta be willing to move forward, I gotta be willing to deal with obstacles, I gotta be willing to deal with the things that get in the way of all of that. And I think that that's the key to being able to, to grow this way more, to become better and better and better in regardless of the level of leadership. I mean, think about it. If like, if we break this down into like maybe a more uh, practical environment for all of us, let's just talk about being a, a husband and a father. You're like, yeah, maybe you, I don't want to say you inherited it, but you're like, okay, hey, I love you. You're hot. Let's get married. Great. And here we're having kids. And you're like, but am I prepared to be the best husband? Am I prepared to be the best father? Um, I knew, I, you know, me speaking personally, I, I love Jennifer, but I was like, okay, uh, you know, I, what which role model is kind of there. So you start gravitating towards what you know. Right. But I'll never forget when she's like, hey, we're going to have a baby. I was like, okay, that's great. I have no idea what that really means for me. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know what it means conceptually. Like, okay, more responsibilities and diapers and sure. But, I mean, how many of us are really prepared? Right. And, and so, you know, as I, you know, 47 and a half, kids, one's 19, one's 16, you know, still, like, that's a different season in life. So how, how do I prepare to support my son who's now a young man who I want him to be a great man, right? Mm -hmm. how, how, do I, how do I think about that? Well, 
it's that preparation aspect, you know what I mean? Going into it. So just cause you have the title of president of a country right. or the CEO doesn't mean that you, you know, I think that's what we're trying to say that you're, you're, you know, not equipped. So yeah, reading about it is fine, but, but it's the doing and the preparation. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that is accountability. That's mentorship. That is the, Hey, what, what's working in my life? What's not, how do I get rid of what's not working mm-hmm. and do more of this? So I think that as we're talking, you know, to, you know, the listeners, I mean, trying to, I was trying to distill this down to like, you know, we're not all presidents of countries, right? but this is very actionable stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't know what your thoughts are, but that's kind of, as we kind of wrap it up, that's where my mind is. At. Yeah. I know. I think you're totally on point. And I, and I the, would add only one piece to that. And that is like your son that now that he's 19 and moving out on his own and he's making a different set of decisions in his life. Uh, he needs you to be there for him, just like mm-hmm. he always has in a different capacity, That's obviously. Right. But That's right. the thing is, he's depending on you to be able to handle that scenario well. And if you don't prepare yourself... That's right. Y- you're not ready. And that's, right. and that's the, that's the hard part is like at every level of leadership in our life, whether that's family or work or, you know, we're just managing people at a PTA meeting, whatever it is. Um, if we're not prepared to do it well, and we've all had, um, meetings where we had a volunteer leader who had a strong personality, but was a terrible leader, you know, yeah. um, that just because they have a, an opinion, they kind of emerge to the front, but they're not, good leaders like we we can destroy the people around us or we can help them become or we can create obstacles for them unknowingly that they have to overcome that we never wanted to give them i think you know last just uh i totally agree with what you said you know if you're listening to this and you're like great you know and it resonates with you and you want to move forward i think that's why the invitation's there yeah like it's there on our site it's totally free you know, it's 87 days of just you, right? You can't give something you don't have, right? You just can't. It's like, it's impossible. Like, you know, I can't give you experience if I don't have experience in whatever that situation is. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that that is, that is the foundation. That's step one, you know, to, to really develop and the kind of leadership, um, that we're trying to talk about today. Yeah, that's so good, Jason. I'm glad you brought that up. And I, and I think, you know, like the question of how does exercising 30 minutes for 87 days straight, how does that help me? It helps you. (laughs) It helps you develop grit. It helps you develop determination. It helps you develop a mindset. It helps you develop a conqueror's mentality because you can push yourself when you don't want to, you can do those things. You can step in and make a right decision when you don't feel like making a right decision. You can do it. You just have to have something that forces you to actually pull it off. You just have to prove it to yourself. So you can you can use the invitation. It will help you become better at all aspects of your life. Period. Yeah. Yep. Just the way it is. You start digging in the areas that you know you don't maybe you don't want to, or but you know you need to. So. Yep. Well, if this episode's been useful for you, um, we uh, just on a side note, please continue to pray for the Ukraine yeah. and and for what's happening there. Um, we are, we are asking for protection for their people. Um, but, uh, if it's helpful for you, like it, share it, um, rate, review the podcast. That's helpful for us. Um, on that's our shameless, selfish plug. (laughs) Um, but if you have any questions or, um, ideas about cool leadership, things that you're seeing in, in this process, you can email that to us at Jason at Ariel-Tribe.com or Aaron at Ariel-Tribe.com. 
Uh, or if you have a topic or a question that you'd like to see tackled on the show, we'd love to uh, do that for you. So you can email that to us as well. But we are going to sign off for now. And so until next time, we will be back soon with another great episode.